Good. And we're live, bro. <laughs> it right. is bathroom break. As always, I am your host, Ivan. Special guest on the hot seat, my boy, Billy. What up? What's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, I finally get to cross this off my bucket list. I've never been on a podcast before. Do you usually listen to podcasts and stuff or no? I used to be big into listening to podcasts when I was working um, at UM and I had to drive like two and a half hours home. So it was just like I had so much time uh, stuck in traffic because it was, I would be leaving, you know, five o'clock. Well, we don't know, but I would be leaving at five o'clock, get home at 730. So two and a half hours in the car. You know, you can only blast music for so long. I know. And they're time-consuming. Sometimes you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, am I really listening to someone have a conversation yeah. for two hours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I used to be big in the podcast. Um, now that I've been in school and I've barely had to uh, be in my car, like mostly under an hour drive, I don't really, I haven't been listening to podcasts lately. No, I feel you. Hopefully you listen to my show, asshole. <laughs> I, I mean, I was listening to your show on the way here. Hopefully. Are you guys still there, bro? I hope you were still listening. <laughs> I never know, bro. I never know. I'm like, God, I'm such a failure. And that's all I'll be like, I love the episode. And I'll be like, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm still in there, bro. I'm still in there. We'll see if uh we'll see if anybody uh comes up to you again in public. I know. Oh <laughs> shit, I know. Let's see how that fucking goes. Um, bro, so you brought up school. Once again, congrats, dude. Thank you. Getting your masters. Not a lot of people get to say that they've accomplished that, man. Especially from such a prestige school like UM. Like, yeah. you repping out here, bro. Yeah, I, I um, it's funny because I went to Florida State for undergrad. Um, and I was, I majored in exercise science, which, like, is not an important point right now. But it kind of ties into food. Um, so, I'll get into that later. Okay. But, uh, Florida State is this huge rival, has this huge oh, rivalry we, with UM. We know, we yeah. know. So, how does, how does that feel? It's, it's funny cool. because I, I get questioned, like, at UM, people would be like, oh, where'd you do your undergrad? And I'm like, oh, uh, I did it at Florida State. And they're, they're like, oh. That went, conversation changes, right? Yeah, you're like, oh. shit goes sour. They're like, yeah. oh, you weren't there. <laughs> exactly. Um, but honestly, like, it it is what it is because I have graduated from both. I've gone to football games for both. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. What, what matters is getting your education from there. Yeah, but some people take – Especially when it comes to football, they take that shit Bro, hella serious. I, and the funniest part is, like, the most diehard fans that I've seen are people that never even went to oh, UM. Bro, no comment, bro. No comment. <laughs> like, bro, I have boys that have driven to fucking to to FSU, yeah, yeah. to Tally to go and pick fights over there, bro. Wow. Like, but, they were there. Like, I think it was one of the games that you guys lost at home. To UM, they were like um, fucking there talking mad shit. Yeah, and they were like they're like at the front with the flag, like just talking shit to the players, bro. Like, That's where you guys at? Oh, like where you guys at? <laughs> like, bro, I'm not surprised. Yeah, fucking it, savages, bro. It gets, it gets big. I mean, you know, 18 to 22 years old, people are doing wild shit. So, oh, I think this was like last year. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Fuckers still make that drive, bro. <laughs> Man, that's a long drive. They gotta love yeah, bro. Florida. I think just Florida in general, dude, is such a mission and a half to like fucking get out of here. Like, I mean, we're on the tip of the penis here, so it's, yeah, 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 we for go sure. All the way down the shaft to get anywhere, bro. I don't know. I I knew someone when I worked at the movie theater by like the Dora area. Mm-hmm. I knew one of my coworkers lived by like fucking one of like the islands, like by the Keys. Ooh, yeah, like he would make that that drive. 
That yeah, that's a like horrible four times. And I don't know. He used to go to Dave. Like he told me he used to go to like the Kendall campus. That's rough. And I was like, what are you doing, bro? How much are you wasting on gas? Because he lived like past like exit one type shit. Damn. Like he yeah. was he was in there. Not just that. It's like wear and tear on your car. Like yeah, know. I have no idea what the hell that guy was doing. He was just lights working there. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I guess there's nothing to do over there in the keys. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty small down there actually. Um, just because there's like it's mostly Everglades and shit. No, yeah, there's a lot of good restaurants though on there the way are. to the Keys. Yeah, like damn, what was it? Whale Harbor? Have you ever been there by any chance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a fan, dude. Yeah, that's the buffet, right? The buffet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I have fond memories going there. <laughs> one time, I only went. Yeah, same. We went once because like my coworker kept mentioning, and he was like, "Yo, you got it," especially because we're big fans of me and Ashley are big fans of um crab um crab legs, mm-hmm. and I remember getting to the buffet and. I see two separate lines, and I was like, dude, is this buffet whack or something? Like, what's going on? Why is one line, like, completely full, and then just the other line's dead? And someone explained to us, like, oh, no, this is just, like, standard, like, your day-to-day food. The other line is just for the crab legs. What uh, what crab legs? Is Bro. it, like, are you talking, like, the stone crab? No, those are the claws. No, the claws. You're, uh, it's probably the snow crab. It was the snow crab yeah, ones. Yeah, the cra- those crab legs Bro, are those- amazing. Steamed, oh yeah. my god, bro! With some butter, woo! <laughs> That's and that kind of leads us to what this episode is gonna be about. I wanted to talk about food, and I was like, man, who can I bring that knows their fucking food? And I'm like, Chef motherfucking Billy, bro. <laughs> I mean, I hope I can give you. I can give you as much as I know, and I kind of, I know a lot about food, but I'm not, I'm not like a chef or anything. No, yeah, I've never. It's funny, I get asked all the time, like, oh, you should open a restaurant, you should open a taco truck, or not a taco truck, a food truck, or do this, do it as a career, and it's just, I know, I've seen what those people go through, I mean, being a chef is hard work, man. Yeah. And uh, I I am really into food, but not, I would never make it a career. And You see it more like a hobby? Yeah, it's like, and I don't, you know, there's there's people out there that do it for, for clout, like, they do it for TikTok. Uh, for social media in general mm-hmm. um and that's never that is also never gonna be me just because like i'm in it for the love of the game man i like cooking but like i don't want to ever have to i don't want to have to do it for someone like i don't want to be yeah. forced to do it for like a job for money for attention um i just like to do it because it's something that like is enjoyable for me it's like it's more than just cooking is the way that i view it it's mm-hmm. It's like, a, I mean, you can view it a lot of ways, but um, I see it as like a, a sort of like a meditative practice. Okay. Um, so it's like where you practice, uh, it's it's an exercise in, in being mindful. I don't know if you know anything about like mindfulness or like uh, mindfulness meditation, um, but basically the premise is that... Um, if you take some time out of your day, the, the premise behind like mindfulness meditation as a practice is that if you take some time out of your day to be mindful and, and there's like, there's a, a whole rabbit hole you can go down with that. But the gist of it is that um, you're being present in the moment yeah. as opposed to like worrying about the future, worrying about the past. Um, if you take some time to live in the moment, um, you can better train your attention to be able to focus uh, throughout the day or just in general. Um, so c- 
cooking it's like a grounding exercise i don't know if that makes sense no it does yeah 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 so like cooking kind of grounds me in reality and like in the moment you think it's because like you're just focusing on that like when you're cooking are you like basically leaving like your other like the other stuff in your mind like behind yeah it's like how some people i mean i play video games also but how people kind of have like uh an escape from worrying about the problems um where you can just kind of focus on doing something in the moment so there's like other ways that people accomplish this too they go for a walk they go to the gym Mm -hmm. people meditate they do yoga all kinds of things um i find that cooking helps me with that so it's that's an exercise for me how'd you how did this all start like you with the cooking honestly yeah uh so i've had i i've known kind of how to cook since i was probably about like nine or ten um yeah and not not the way that i do now Mm -hmm. um but just like i could make myself dinner if my parents weren't home uh, a big thing was that my mom had breast cancer. My dad worked at Publix as a manager. So okay. I've always been around food. Okay. Uh, my dad was a, a manager at Publix, but he would work a lot. Um, he would be gone like through, he, he wouldn't get home until late. And my mom had breast cancer. How long? I want to say I was probably like four when she first had it. Um, but then it just got progressively worse over the years. She passed away when I was 10. Um, but before she passed away, she, she made it a point to show me like, you know, uh, one day you're going to grow up, you need to learn how to be independent. So one of the things that you need to do, you need to learn how to do your laundry and you need to learn how to cook. So then she taught me more of the basic stuff. Um, like, you know, I can make mac and cheese. I can make pasta roni. She taught me how to make like chicken breasts uh, or just like kind of sauteing things in a pan on the stovetop. Um, and then for a while I would cook when I was hungry. I would just like, I would cook myself a meal sometimes. Um, usually my dad made dinner. My dad also cooks well. Oh, sure. So yeah. like I would Who do you learn... think cooks better, you or him though? Me. <laughs> Sorry to say, but at this point, me. Um, he cooks well, so I would help him out sometimes. And, uh, when I would be able to help him, he would be able to make like really good stuff. So he would bring one of the, my favorite things that he brought home from Publix to make, he would bring home this like huge filet of salmon and then he'd cut it up into cubes into like, like one inch cubes. And then we would batter it and fry it. And it was like, it was, he would, he would make sure to season the flour like super well delicious um so you're seeing all this and like it's like sticking with you right like you're capturing all these things yeah 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 so i'm learning like little bits and pieces yeah yeah. as i'm getting older um and you know i i feel like i was like the average person that i would have takeout or like fast food a few times a week um my dad will cook sometimes there were some nights that he had to work late, just like how his schedule yeah. was. So I would make myself dinner or like we'd order pizza or something. Um, it wasn't really until college that I really got into cooking because when I moved from here up to Tallahassee to go to Florida State, I lived, I had to live in a dorm for the first year. So living in the dorm, there's like, 
it was probably like a nine-story building that we lived in, and it was four people to a room. It was hundreds of people in that dorm, and there was one tiny little kitchen to share. So realistically, you weren't going to cook much in the dorm. What what I ended up doing was signing up for a meal plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, for the first year, I was on this meal plan where I ate at like a dining hall, and the food was dog shit. It was garbage. I hated it. Um, it like was what like, kind of food was it? It was like typical cafeteria food. Like high school cafeteria type shit? It wasn't as bad as that, but a lot of the things they would serve multiple times a week. Mm. So it was really easy to like get sick of it. Yeah. And um, they and what, would... Yeah, what kind of stuff was it? Like your basic like hamburgers and shit like that? They always had burgers, but the burgers were whack. It was like overcooked frozen patties. Oh my God, bro. There's nothing... Worse than a bad burger, bro. I yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, so simple to like, do. Like, how do you fuck up a burger, man? I don't. Yeah, I don't get it either. Burger King's been doing it for years, and people still fucking go eat there, bro. <laughs> I fucking hate Burger King. <laughs> Me too, man. Um, yeah, bad burgers. They had pizza that was like it was good, but it wasn't good for you. It was like super greasy. Um, they always had like it was just like heart attack looking food it was either it was one end or the other it was like heart attack looking food because it was so greasy or on the other end it was like super bland looking food that, was, that you didn't want to eat because it, it it reminded you of cafeteria food and the only the other options there was always like an option for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or cereal <laughs> this is fucking jail dude yeah exactly that's why i'm like all right you oh know this food God. sucks and i had a i had a roommate um that felt the same way so after that first year of eating that food, um, we were just we were like, all right, we're gonna move out next year, and we're gonna we're gonna learn how to cook. Like okay. we're gonna we we moved into a townhouse together, um, where we had two other roommates, but we had a legitimate kitchen. So we had like you know four burner stovetop, we had an oven. Um, he my roommate brought this like giant stainless steel wok. Uh, which was like, it's kind of funny because he's this super white boy from Alabama. So it's like, what the hell are you doing with a walk? With a white? What the um, But he brought that and we we went to, we it was like, we were both well off enough to like not be worried about school, but it wasn't like we could go and have takeout food every day. There's some kids that do that in college. Yeah. Um, I don't know how because... You know, that food, I feel like that food gets to you after a while, but, um, we weren't well off enough to be able to just go eat out every day. So we would, we would like, we go to Walmart and go buy like tons of pasta. Uh, we'd buy tons of meat. So we'd make like, often we would make burgers. We'd make like spaghetti and meat sauce, spaghetti and meatballs. Um, that's like, that's more basic stuff. Yeah. And then from there we started venturing out. It would, it would be like. We would also go to the gym often. So we had, we felt like there was this need to uh, not eat healthy, but to eat a lot of protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that kind of gave us this motivation to learn how to cook uh, proteins well. So like learn how to cook chicken well, learn how to cook steaks, beef, pork, all that good stuff. So before getting to college, did you know already how to cook this stuff or did you have to like learn? I as knew. I knew, okay, I left out a crucial detail. When I was 16, 17, um, I was working at Publix. I started working at Publix at 14. 
But um, when I was like 16 or 17, the Publix I was working at, where my dad was a manager, um, every weekend in the summer, they would grill out in front. So they would do hot dogs and hamburgers. Nice. And um, it was Publix employees cooking it. It was me cooking it a lot. Um, it was Publix employees cooking it, and then they would sell it to customers, even to other employees. And then all of the uh, proceeds from that would get donated to, uh, I think it was March of Dimes, or I don't know. They might have, it might have been different charities, but I know for sure that Publix donated proceeds from that to March of Dimes at some point. Um, but we would sell hamburgers and hot dogs. It was Publix hot dogs, and it was these. What was the brand? I think it was Flanders, like frozen beef patties. <laughs> they they weren't great, but we had a, a propane grill and we made it work. Um, that fucking sasson, bro. I'm yeah, the that Publix is nice. I, my first job was when Dixie. We weren't doing anything like that. <laughs> that wasn't like a Publix wide thing. Like that wasn't it was just you guys. It was my dad doing it. Oh, I, shit. I don't know. I don't know how he was allowed to get away with it. Um, I'm sure that that the donation to charity was like a help. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It has like a tax write off for the yeah. the stores. Bro, you know what I hate going into like these <laughs> these markets, and they, uh, you know, when you're paying, they ask you like, "Do you want to donate a dollar?" <laughs> you're like, "No, I'm good." And yeah. they look at you like, "Really? Yeah, you don't have a dollar." I'm always the same way. You I bought this pub, this pub sub, and you can't donate a dollar. You cheap fuck. <laughs> and you're just there like, "Can you hurry up and ring me?" Like, bro, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I hate, I, that shit. <laughs> I hate that too. It's it's the same annoyance to me as the turning the thing around for the tip when you're ordering. Oh like, my god! When you're dude. ordering food to go and you you did all the work, right? Like there's not they didn't do anything special for you besides ring you up, and it's like here's twenty five percent tip. Nah, no tip. No I always thing. wonder, like especially like when you like you go and like you say like you order food mm-hmm. and then you go to pick it up and they give you the whole tip thing. Is that tip towards like? Who is that? The, the cooks or is that to them? I don't know. I don't I know. Never how asked. Yeah, I, I, I should have asked someone. It's always just have... no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, fuck you. It, it, it depends, right? Because if I go to a place multiple times, like if I frequently go and order food from a place, which I do for some of the places near me, there's like a place called Poke and Tea. Um, and I go there. Dorothy and I would go there maybe once a week, once every two weeks. I'll leave a tip for them eventually. Yeah. Provided that they don't fuck up my order. Right. <laughs> so like if, if, if they fuck up my order, then it's like, you know, you didn't earn your tip. Yeah. But if they do a good job consistently, then I'll, I'll leave them a tip. Like, no tips this week, but I'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. Or like chicken kitchen. I leave them a tip, man, because they go out of their way. Are you, do you like chicken thing. kitchen? I love chicken kitchen. Bro, I am not a fan of chicken kitchen. Really? You know, okay. I, the thing with like uh what is it like those places like chicken kitchen like three chefs mm-hmm. I feel like the food is so bland unless you you have to put a sauce, sauce. on yeah. it. I remember this one time like when we would get three chefs, I would always get like what is it the three the three chefs whatever it's called which is like the standard like rice, beans, chicken okay. uh and the salad. And I remember this one time and I would always get curry sauce. And I would drench the shit out of that fucking <laughs> Yeah. bowl and this one time i forgot to ask for the sauce and i was sad but i'm like I'm, obviously i paid for them i'm gonna eat it dude i kid you not i couldn't i couldn't tell you the difference of what i was eating i didn't know what i was putting in my mouth i'm like is this rice is this beans it all tasted so bland once you mix it all together yeah i was like what what am i eating right now this tastes 
it didn't it wasn't that it tasted bad it just didn't taste like anything okay yeah that's fair that's so i was like wow i'm it's really just the sauce yeah <laughs> like the sauce eating. makes it yeah, yeah that's sure. all you're really eating yeah yeah the so the difference that i see at chicken kitchen is um i asked for the skin and the skin is seasoned they mm. usually tear the skin off yeah yeah a lot of places do yeah yeah but i'm like no 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 give me that skin <laughs> chop it up and throw it in there i don't care if you count it as part of my my portion of chicken breast just give me the skin <laughs> and that's what's seasoned and that's the good stuff it's, mm, it's like shit, okay. adds a little bit a little, of salty a little garlic little tip for the people listening yeah <laughs> if you're chicken kitchen fans like me ask for the skin they'll do it no problem too they don't have what, any what about do you like chipotle i know no chip, you don't like chipotle no, dude it's dude it's <laughs> fake mexican and like it's if it, to me it feels like a, a slap in the face to like mexican food and it's like whatever it's tex-mex food I don't know. They get away with it somehow. Dude, I fucking love Chipotle. You remember a couple of years back, um, they were in the news because apparently, like, there was, like, a big E. coli outbreak. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, the, everyone the was... Lettuce. Yeah, everyone was fucking scared. Dude, I was, like, the first one there. <laughs> I was, like, Choros, bro, that's fine, dude. That's, like, a regular <laughs> Tuesday for me. I'm in there, dude. Because, bro, I remember there was a time period, like, if you live here, like, in South Florida, there was barely any chipotles mm-hmm. like the only chipotle that i can think of was there was one on us one by sunset place mm-hmm. and the other one was in kendall drive oh, yeah, like 88th and like place. i think like 137th or something like that mm-hmm. those are the only ones like around this whole area yeah so like I, me and my friends would make that drive and the <laughs> lines would be insane like they'd be going like out mm-hmm. the chipotle and after that shit happened it died down and i was so happy <laughs> I was ecstatic. I'm like, fuck everybody. It, I'm eating this. The same way that you feel about Chicken Kitchen and these other places that it's bland. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I feel the same way about Chipotle without any type of salsa in it. Mm. And it's kind of bland. Um, and, and it's not bad. Like, I'm not going to shit on Chipotle. It's just not my thing. Like, I'm, I'm not personally into it. Yeah. But it's not. I don't see it as terrible food. I'm just not a fan. And and so what really bothers me is the place is named Chipotle and I don't taste any Chipotle peppers in any of the salsas. So like it, it's a lie from the start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, yo, where's the Chipotle at? So I just Dude, I, that's funny. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah. It, it's all right, but I'm not a fan. I would rather have there's a Mexican joint by my house that's like authentic Mexican. I'd go there. I'd rather go there. Yeah, because you live down south. Week. Down south, like there's a bunch of spots. Yeah, had, like the the taco game down there is like fire, bro. Yeah, like so I live just north of Homestead, probably like 15 minutes north of Homestead. Um, but once you enter Homestead territory, even on US one, there's so many taco joints, and they're mm-hmm. they're they're legit too. Like they're they have the different styles there. They have like the uh, Michoacana. They have um, what's the other one that's on the border? Or, or whatever. Either way, they they have there's a variety. variety yeah. yeah, like they have to they the point that you don't. You're like, damn. There's there's like a whole like industry. Yeah. Like, why would I ever have Tex-Mex when I could just have you know legitimate yeah. Mexican different styles? Of it. Yeah, yeah. Tijuana. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Tijuana taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So you were, okay, so I know we got a little sidetracked. So basically, like, so you start getting, like, a love and start learning more from being, like, independent, being on your own in college. It wasn't, it wasn't a love at first. It was kind of out of necessity. Yeah. 
Um, and then. So I guess when does the love for it start? The I would say the love for it started probably when I got a grill, um, because then it kind of it. I had grilled so much at Publix that I knew what I I, I knew what I was doing whenever I got on the grill, okay. and then when I was uh, it was. And like the first place that I lived in college off campus, they didn't allow grills. Um, but then I moved to another place. I moved to a house. And then there it was like we would have parties all the time. So part of that was grilling. Nice. So, it was, yeah, like, you know, we, we would have like keggers. We and you'd be grilling? What the yeah. hell? Dude, where the fuck were you when I was in high school? <laughs> Bro, we'd be like we would buy so much alcohol. We'd buy kegs, alcohol, like liquor, but no food. Maybe like a bag of chips. Like people be in there dying. Like, bro, like what the hell? They'd be raiding my friend's like kitchen. It was like, yo, is there anything to eat? <laughs> nah, man, man. You did it right, dude. What the hell? Yeah, you. Cause all right, so we would have, we would have these parties for the games for game day. Mm-hmm. Game day was typically Saturdays. So Saturday, sometimes the games would be early in the day. Sometimes they'd be at night. Either way, the party was the whole day. Yeah. So yeah. you'd have to survive the whole day. We'd wake up at eight AM with like the Florida State song, like the fight song playing and we're shotgunning beers. <laughs> so, you know, by eleven it's like, all right, we need to we need to get some food in us if we're gonna yeah, for sure. survive this day. So we had a grill, we would buy we would like go to Walmart, kinda drunk, go buy hot dogs and hamburgers, bring them back. I knew what I was doing already, so I'd throw them on the grill. So were you like the designated yeah. Grill master? Yeah, I okay. was the house chef. Okay, okay, I believe that. I wasn't cooking everybody's meals, but on game day, you could definitely find me on the grill serving up burgers and hot dogs. All right. And, like, right. you know, that's something simple. You just season it up, you throw it on the grill, you put it onto a bun, and then you have condiments on the side that, you know, people have it however they want with Ooh. ketchup, mustard, mayo, relish, uh, papitas, the whole thing. Yeah. Fried onions, french fried onions. Fire, that's, bro. Damn, yeah. bro. What the hell? Yeah. Um, so I would I would be the one to do that because it was easy and then like that was like I didn't have to contribute to alcohol with that I mm-hmm. was like I was like oh I'll go get the food you guys pay for the keg nice um so that was that was kind of like where it was a little bit more enjoyable because it was a trade off you know I get to drink I get to chill um get to have a party and and grilling wasn't like it wasn't like a chore it was just like we need this food so that we survive exactly. until the game um. Was this around the same around this time period? Was were people telling like, "Yo, you're good at this"? Yeah, yeah. People started like recognizing like, "Yo, this shit's fire, Billy." Yeah, I'd be like, "Damn, that's pretty good." Like, and it was it wasn't anything too crazy because it's like it was like burgers and hot dogs or like we would do wings. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so you go go to Walmart and get this like giant bag like sixty wings. uh, Throw those on the grill. Good times. Um, But it was just I think it was just because I seasoned it. I think that was why people and, and I didn't burn it. I made a point. Like, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Bro, it's, it. don't burn it and season your food. See, and that's tough here in Miami. If you go to a barbecue, I always gotta ask. I'm like, wait, who's grilling? And if I find <laughs> out it's a Cuban, I'm like, because oh, Cubans love to burn their shit. Yeah, they love to they burn like their well shit. Done. Yeah, they yeah. love to burn their shit. Yeah. And you know it's fucking true. People listening, like you've been to a barbecue where it's a Cuban dad without the shirt drinking a beer. He's burning the shit out of that. They I, love that shit, bro. Yeah. I wonder if, if part of it is like, you know, you get drunk and you kind of forget what's going on. Or if it, <laughs> or if part of it is like, uh, because the way I, I see food is there's always like history tied into it. So yeah, the true. way that people cook their food 
is if they if they learn from a family member if it was passed down to them there's a history tied into that um and uh i wonder if people overcook or like make sure that their food's well done as like a as part of a historical way of like making sure that you don't get sick no yeah i think it's what they're not right let's take a little break and we'll be right back all right and we're back bro there's something that i have to bring up because it's something that everyone that's close to me is constantly bringing up whenever we go out to eat okay is that i stick to what i know so what does that mean that means if I look at a menu and I see chicken tendies and fries, there's an 80% chance that's what I'm ordering. Even if it's a nice fucking restaurant, I'm going with that. Or a quesadilla, like it's either like a burger, a quesadilla, or chicken tendies. Like I'm sticking to that. And the reason why I live by this model of stick to what you know is because let me tell you a story. <laughs> So me and my friends, we go to the music festival. And if you've ever been to a music festival, like obviously they have food vendors. But a lot of the time, it's like your basic stuff, you know, like burgers, pizza, like just right. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And at this, it was a it was a four-day festival. And I think this was like going into like the third day. And bro, all we really had been eating was just like, you know, like little homemade sandwiches and do like, the things that you can make. Yeah. Like. And then, like, just, like, pizza and shit like that. Mm. Bro, if you're Hispanic, like, yo, you need, you know, like, your body starts being like, oh, yeah, like, where's the arroz? Like, nigga, you need some rice. <laughs> yeah, where's, I need some arroz, beans? some beans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you need something, bro. Mm. And I remember I look at my friend Kevin, and I was like, dude, today, like, even if it's something, like, even, even if it's expensive, I need, like, I need food. I need rice. You need some sustenance. I need something, bro. I can't. I can't do it with a pizza or a burger. Like I can't. Like I need. Oh, I wanted a big bowl of like food. And he was like, "Well, I guess we could look around." But he's like, I, "I don't think what you want. Like we're not gonna find it." If we're being honest. And I heard that we go in early that day into the music festival, and I'm seeing people walking around with like um, the little cartons like of Chinese rice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have the little white ones, and I'm yeah. like that. Okay, I'm like at least that's something. At least that's rice, like that. I want that. And he was like, "All right, like when we when we find it, like we'll stop, we'll make the line, we'll get it." Bro, we must have walked the whole grounds, and I could not find a single Asian place. Oh no! I was like, "Bro, what the hell?" And I'm like, "Bro, next time I see someone holding it, I'll ask where they got it." And of course, you know, when you're looking for something, you never find it. <laughs> so I like I lost like I, I couldn't find anybody like there was nothing that resembled like Asian cuisine until finally we find this little corner and it's a little Vietnamese spot and I'm like that is the only Asian thing I have seen so that's where they're getting these cartons mind you I'm not in the best state of mind so everything's a little, you know, like wobbly. On the third day of your On vendor. the third day of my vendor. <laughs> so I'm looking at the menu and everything's just flat out. It could have been in Chinese. Like it might have been. It was Vietnamese. But I'm looking at everything and everything just flat out looks like weird symbols to me. But like, I don't know. I, look, I felt like I had like dyslexia or something. And like the words finally started making sense. And I saw, I saw rice and fries. 
So I'm like, okay, rice and fries. Two things that I know, that's what I'm getting. Mm. So I'm like, excuse me, can I get the rice and fries thing? And she was like, yeah, of course. So she gets like one of those like um like um those those white plates, the the plastic ones. Not even the sturdy ones. Like, like one the of ones those, that were out there? Yeah, one of those, like, the shitty paper ones. paper plates? That... Yeah, one of those paper plates, yeah. and she starts dumping rice on it. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Like, I'm ha- like I'm just smiling. I'm like, a f- like, I'm cheesing right now. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. That's what I want. She's going ham, bro. Just, and I'm seeing this thing, like, cave in because of how much rice she's putting in. And I see her put the fries. And, I, dude, I am so happy right now. I'm like, yes, bro. I'm finally going to eat good. <laughs> And then out of nowhere, she goes into this other bowl where there was like this weird soup looking thing where I promise you, I don't know what it could have been, but it looked like it had twigs in it. It had like carrots and like cucumbers, a bunch of different vegetables. Herb. Yeah, but it looked like tree branch, like tree bark. <laughs> and then like <laughs> I'm looking at her smiling and then she looks at me and she puts like the spoon in and she just goes <laughs> all over it, dude. And I just, I was like, oh, no. Like, I couldn't be like, you know what? No, no, I'm good. Like, I was just it was like, too late it was, I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> dude, and I'm seeing her struggle with this plate because of how much food it has. And, like, I pay for it. And I remember, like, I have to use both hands to hold it. And I'm walking towards my friends. How are you going to eat it? Yeah. <laughs> and my friends are looking at me, and they're like, what is that? <laughs> like, they can't see the rising. They can just see these weird, like, herbs and spices. They're like, what is that? And I was like, I, I asked for rice and, and fries, and they put all this stuff on it. And they're like, is it good? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Like, we finally find a spot to sit down. <laughs> we sit down. We They start eating. They got, like, you know, like, regular, like, burgers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only fucking sapingo there with, like, all this shit. <laughs> dude, like, finally, like, I, I was so hungry that I'm like, dude, I don't care. I feel like, you know, you gotta let me try it. Let me try it. Yeah. yeah. I got to try it. Dude, like, the first bite I take is so disgusting. Really? It was so gross that they could all tell by my face. They all just start laughing. They're like, how much did you spend on that? And I'm like, dude, I think it was like 20 bucks. Oh. And they're like, dude, you got to eat that. And I'm like, I can't. And I look at Kevin, who's usually, like, my my go-to person. I'm like, hey, I can't eat this. Like, he'll yeah, eat anything. Bro. And he takes a bite, and he's like, dude, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. What could, what? Did I have, have no idea what it was, bro. I had literally had this plate, and then I didn't even notice, but it had been dripping this juice. On I was wearing a sweater, and it was just dripped all over me. I hadn't been oh, paying attention, no. and then I looked down, and I'm just drenched in this <laughs> in like this disgusting spice juice. looking juice. <laughs> twigs. And I was so sad, dude. It ruined my night, like, cause mind you, like I'm not in the best state of mind. Yeah, yeah. And my I felt like my senses were like heightened. So I could, I couldn't smell anything else. I could just focus on the juices, bro. And it ruined my night. It ruined my trip. I was so sad. I like, I almost bought an eighty dollars sweater just to like to get really, away, just yeah. to get away from the pain. And I remember like, cause we we camped, so we go back to the campsite, and I remember like, cause it was so cold, like you had to like, bro, like layer up. And all the I had only brought that one sweater. And I remember at night, I just kept telling everyone, like, it smells. And they're like, please, I would go to sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, it just smells, man. I can't. Like, Oh, man. So because of that day, like, I stick to what I know, bro. That's like, a powerful memory, yeah. It is, bro. It's stayed with It's engraved in my head. Yeah, yeah. 
Especially when it comes to food. Because, bro, there is nothing worse than spending money on food that sucks, bro. Yeah, for sure. That is the worst thing, especially when you're starving. Mm -hmm. That's why, bro, I'm not a fan of ordering, like, through, like, Uber Eats or DoorDash. Because they take forever. If I'm going to do it, like, whatever, out. Even though they charge you, like, so many, like, hidden fees. Yeah. Like, I'll, because, you know, now they do, like, the priority thing. Yeah, yeah, where you can get it. I'll just, I'll I'll pay that, bro. I'll pay the extra $2 because, bro, you, sometimes you get that food, like, cold and, like. Or, or a wrong wrong order. Or oh, something. my God, all the time. Seen that, yeah, that happens often. Like, we don't, Dorothy has um, Uber One, I think, is, like, mm-hmm. a premium service. And we would order from there, um frequently recently because i was really busy with schoolwork and she doesn't cook at all um so it was like you know i was working the whole day i would work to like 11 at night doing schoolwork like doing projects and stuff um so it was like what are we gonna do for dinner we'll just get something on uber eats and yeah the all the issues that you brought up it's yeah dude, i it see sucks. it happen like because yeah. it's so expensive man like before you know it like Let's say, like, it adds randomly, like, bro, like, let's say, like, Subway. Before you know it, on two subs, you're spending, like, $50. Yeah, yeah, because not only are the subs marked up, but there's the hidden fees. Yeah. And then there's, like, you also have to leave a tip. I leave, I'm not a non-tipper. <laughs> I leave tips for the Uber drivers, especially, I, and I feel bad when they, uh, when the order is wrong, because, you know, that's not on them either, but... Yeah, then you have the tips, you have the fees, you have the upcharge of just the food in general. It adds up quick. Yeah, and, and the thing is, before now they do, before they wouldn't tell you that you're now it tells you. I think it's like thirteen percent or something like that. Yeah, that the, like it tells you now, like just letting you know, like this is marked up. Right, right. Because beforehand, I'm pretty sure it was because people were complaining. Because I remember, like, let's say, like something like Wingstop, mm-hmm. like for like a ten piece, which is like regularly like if you go into the store it's like i want to say maybe like 16 bucks yeah through through uber it's like 22 dollars or something like that yeah yeah and then you're like dude what the hell like why am i spending so much money yeah so and i know people that like they order like almost every other day through uber that's wild man because for that for the amount of time that it takes uber eats to deliver even if you go pick it up yourself, you still have to order it, and then you have to take the time to drive there. All that time that was spent, if you had something at home that you could cook, you could get it done in the same time for a quarter of the price. Yeah. For And that includes having, like, a protein, a starch, and then some veggies. And, and you're eating good at that point, at least, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you're eating something that's not completely processed, um, that you'd order from fast food. But to go back to your point about sticking to what you know, that makes sense. And for a while, that's what I did too. Like when I was a kid, I would stick to what I know. I would get the same thing. I would go to Taco Bell. I would get a, a soft <laughs> taco with uh, the meat and cheese. And that was it. I didn't get anything else on it. That's all you know. I was like super picky. Yeah, I was a, I was a picky kid. <laughs> I was super picky with eating. <clears throat> and then... Um, Things just changed once I was able to start cooking and experimenting. But uh, I I don't judge you for for sticking to what you know because you know you know that's gonna be good. Yeah. You know that that's something that you like. And like you said, wasting money on food that isn't even good is is like it's one of the worst feelings that you get. Yeah, especially bro. Like there was a time period me and Ashley 
we called it like our fine dining and breathing like era <laughs> like spongebob like oh that's all we do fine dining and breathing like <laughs> those were the only two things in our head and like bro we'd go to like these nice places where we were like bro we were spending like minimum like 150 dollars on like a bill mm-hmm. and i remember like there was this one place that just sticks out which was capital grill yes uh in in brickle yeah um i remember i got like a I want to say I got a sirloin, sir, uh, which came with like the mashed potatoes. I think we got like calamari as an appetizer. Mm-hmm. She got a soup and like I think salmon, and like I had one drink, and she just had water, and it came out to like two hundred dollars. Yeah. And you want to know the worst part? We still ended the night at Taco Bell because we were still hungry, because <laughs> the portions they give you are so small. Right, because it's fine dining. Yeah. Yeah, that you're there thinking like, bro, I could have like, I could have cooked something. At I could have cooked something at home, or I could have gone to like, I could have gone to like Chili's or something. Got right, right. You know they took out the two for twenty five. Really at Chili's? Yes, Yo, dude. Chili's, you so, my spot. Yes, man. dude. I don't know why people shit on. Shout out to Chili's, man. <laughs> Chili's is the shit. I don't care what anybody says, bro. Like I love me some Chili's, bro. It's like. If they were to tell me, like, yo, you want to go to, like, Poppy Steak or Chili's, I'd be like, man, fuck it. I'm going to Chili's, dude. Yeah. Fuck that. Like, get some margaritas, too, man. Yes. But you go that... drink tequila, and you get to eat, like, bar food, you know? Exactly. I My friend told me that they they, have, they put an alternative, but it's not the same. But that shit made me so sad, dude, because I get the chicken ranch quesadillas. And <laughs> those just... were delicious. Hell yeah, dude. Like, I love Chili's, man. I don't know. I we I gotta start a petition. I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> There's no way like they could have been losing money because I feel like every time I've gone into a Chili's is packed. At least here, from what I've seen, yeah, yeah it's always like there would be times when I would go. We I would go like with my with my dad. It was just us two, and there was still like thirty minute wait to get yeah in. on like, a weeknight of yeah, of yeah all Chili- things. But yeah, I don't I don't get it either. Chili- yeah, I don't know what the hell Chili's is fucking up. With they that. fucking up, bro. <laughs> And they don't have Applebee's down here, so <laughs> I've always wanted to go to an Applebee's. There's one. Know. There's one down by me. Oh yeah, I want to go. I've never been because I'm. I would rather go to Chili. No, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Like uh, maybe Applebee's got this. They got apparently they got good like drink uh, deals. I feel like you know like Chili's has kind of like Tex-Mex food. Okay, yeah. But yeah. there's like it's they got like, fajitas and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah. So like for us here in Miami, we're kind of we have that culture of like Hispanic food. We're used mm. to that kind of food. I feel like Applebee's is like the white man of chi- like the chilies, <laughs> yeah, bro. the white man's chilies. You yeah, know? bro, the white man's. Ch- <laughs> yeah. All right, I, so so people that don't know, you're you're white. Yeah, I'm white. You, you I, white, I, white. I'm white American. You, I yeah. just, I you're live, a colonizer. Yeah, <laughs> like I call it, I I've been here in Miami for, I mean, not me personally, but like I'm third, fourth generation, third generation American, but all um, down here or no. St. Augustine was where my first, like, ancestors moved to. Okay. Um, from Italy. So, hence the last name. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, on the other side, on my mom's side, they're, like, English and Irish. All right. Um, so. But, yeah, full-blown, like, William white, Wallace. White, guy. white like, as it gets, man. Yeah, as white as it gets. But I've lived here in Miami my whole life, pretty much, besides yeah. going to FSU. So, I kind of have that Spanish flair, you know? That Hispanic, no, I, I feel Hispanic you. Hispanic flair. I, but when it comes to food, growing up, you were eating, like... White people food. What is white people food, though? Like, really think about it. 
Because when people, you know, you hear about like Italian cuisine, mm-hmm. English cuisine, Indian cuisine, Asian food. What is American food? There's there's actually <coughs> a rich culinary history of American food as far back as when um, America was not only on one side of when it was colonized by the English, uh-huh. but on the other side, there's also like a rich history of like indigenous food. Not many people know about it. Um, I'm not super into it. I'd like to get more into it. There's actually a thing that I want to make called pemmican, uh, which is like, it's kind of like jerky, but it's like meat mixed with berries. Um, So that's like, that's just like, that's like a side project type of thing. Yeah. Um, But as far as like American, white American food, um, there is a history there using the ingredients that were found here in America. So like, uh apple pie as american as apple pie that's the same yeah um apple pie is like super american thing there a lot of american food stems from uh english cuisine so it's not necessarily anything like crazy or like super seasoned well um at least on like for like northern food yeah um but you know at the end of the day america is this like melting pot of cultures so there's a lot of things that fall into american food like pizzas right it's like there's like new york style pizza there's detroit style pizza there's chicago style pizza facts um but going back to when people first arrived here from europe um there's recipes uh that utilize the ingredients that were found here it's like turkey like like thanksgiving turkey that's like that's american food um that was that was using ingredients found here initially like root vegetables like onions carrots potatoes and granted those things are also found in europe um but there's like different not species but like cultivars of those here so yeah like different varieties mm-hmm. um but i don't know i feel like american food as like a cuisine, it, it kind of takes in a lot of different cultures. It does. The way I see American, like quote unquote, like American food is cuisines from other places, but they Americanize it. Look, for example, like, mm-hmm. like I've heard a lot, like especially people that they've traveled, like especially when it comes to like Italy and Japan. With Italy, I know like they do pasta way differently than we do. Like here, like it's all about the sauce, like, they don't put a lot of stuff right. in pasta over there. A lot of the time, it's just just the pasta alone mm-hmm. and very small portions. And they here because a lot of you know when Italians first got here, they were they were broke, mm-hmm. they were immigrants. They didn't have so for them to fill themselves up, they had to stuff yeah like these dishes. Yeah, that's why they like, had to make them like whole. Yeah, with, with so they would protein exactly protein vegetables sauce like yeah that's the thing like bro I was one of my favorite scenes I don't know if you ever saw the Sopranos that's like one of my favorite I haven't yet you have never seen the Sopranos no, bro you have to I, I, know, I know but it's one of my favorite like not even like a spoiler but one of my favorite scenes is um some of the characters because it's based in Jersey mm-hmm. but they for a business deal they have to go to Italy. So some of the characters go over there and they're like, there's a scene where they're, uh, they're having dinner and they, they're presented with the pasta. And one of the characters is like, where's the gravy? And like all the Italians and they're like, the Italians are looking like what? And he's like, where's the sauce? Yeah. And they were, they're looking at them. They're like, oh, so uncultured, like this uncultured <laughs> as American, like 
And it's so crazy because like us, like we think when we think spaghetti or pasta, that we're like, where's the sauce? Like, yeah, anytime, like it could just be white sauce, red sauce, or like, but over there they they, the they do not put sauce. Yeah, fun like fact: uh, tomatoes are actually from the Americas. So for a while, Italians and the Romans, like the Roman Empire before them, were making pasta, but there was no tomato sauce. There was no yeah. marinara sauce. The reason it's called marinara sauce is because. It's named after the mariners, the sailors, um, that would bring the tomatoes back. Oh, snap. From the New World. So oh, tomatoes were not ever a thing in Italy until uh, America was colonized in the 1500s, 1600s. That was when tomatoes started flowing into Italy. So yeah. that's why like, that goes into it with the tomato sauce and the gravy, the Sunday gravy. Um, there wasn't... It wasn't there. It's not there in Italian pasta because it wasn't there for a while. It was a thing that Italian immigrants did out of necessity. Yeah. Um, and, and that's true for a lot of cultures that kind of Americanize their food. Um, but yeah, like I said, the other one would be like, um, especially like with sushi and all that stuff. Uh, the sushi that people eat here, the, the custom here, is completely different mm -hmm. from the one in Japan. Chinese food too. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Americanized. Um, there, so going back to the, the American food, there is this, there, there's, I feel like part of it now that I think about it a little bit more is uh regional, right? So like yeah. in the South, there's a big barbecue culture, mm -hmm. like he, not here in South Florida, we have, we don't have the Southern barbecue culture. We do have like carne asada, like, you know, like the, the Cuban barbecue culture as well. Yeah. Um, but in the South, it's a, there's a huge barbecue culture. Yeah, when I think barbecue, I'm thinking like Texas, Tennessee, uh -huh. like Texas, bro, you Tennessee, see like these the videos. Carolinas. Yeah, you see those videos of them like cooking them in those giant like the smokers, those smoke, bro, uh -huh. those industrial looking fucking yeah. machines. They're they're like or what I actually what I want to get is uh like an oil drum that's uh it's like the oil drum barrel uh -huh. and it's a barrel smoker and I I want. Like with that, you can hang the meats. Oh shit! You put the coals at the very bottom. It's you know, it's like a four foot high thing. So you put the coals in the bottom, and the rest of that room is just for meats. Sheesh. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's a big barbecue culture, and that's kind of like a southern yeah. thing. Um, then there's like barbecue culture goes into Texas, but there's also like Tex-Mex there, like Texas, yeah. Arizona, um, New Mexico. I'm trying to think like what is what is is there anything known in california for like cuisine i guess like you said maybe like tex-mex and, and then, then obviously like, like the new england area it's all like clam chowder yeah and uh what is it Maine that's like lobster. heavily influenced yeah. by english cuisine and the a lot of the immigrants that came there were from england ireland um and like that kind of western northwestern europe area so a lot of that cuisine's influenced from there barbecue actually stems from um, German culture. Oh, really? Yeah. So a lot of German people immigrated into the United States and moved across the South and the Midwest. Um, if you look up like the ancestry of people across the Midwest, it's majority Germanic and um, Midwest being like, like Ohio, Chicago. I know Chicago has like a big across to like Montana oh snap. so like from yeah from ohio to montana that stretch of land yeah um is mostly germanic people and i think polish too right i know yeah like a lot of yeah polish that, that like germanic slavic area yeah. kind of central germany or central europe 
um, a lot of those people immigrated across and they brought those food traditions with them. And it just happened that that barbecue is like, it evolved into its own cultural thing. But at first it was uh, like a Germanic cooking process yeah. to help not only preserve the meat, but to season cuts that maybe were not as desirable to eat. Mm. Um, so a lot of what we eat today is muscle meat, right? We eat a lot of like chicken breasts or like uh, even steaks. Those are very like muscle. Uh, they're not organ meats. They're they're just slices of muscle that we eat. Yeah. Um, they're not necessarily bland, but they're not strong tasting. Um, but barbecue evolved as a way to cook these other foods and you see it actually a lot with soul food um and that's that's like that's a whole rant yeah for real to go into but you see it a lot with soul foods because the people that were cooking soul foods were were slaves or freed slaves um they were given these undesirable cuts of meat so they were given like chitterlings which is like pork intestine so then they would season it so that it would end up tasting good and it gets rid of any of that undesirable taste that you might get with intestine or with like what's called, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, if it's offal or awful, but that's organ meat. So like livers, hearts, kidneys, chicken gizzards is a big one, chitterlings, so intestines. Um, a lot of those organ meats are not consumed as much today, but they were consumed a lot across uh, like barbecue so, uh, across the southern um, United States as like part of not only barbecue but soul food. Yeah, and that's like the cool thing, especially living in such a, like a big country that some people like one of my things, especially when it comes to traveling, I love tasting like the foods of yeah. certain places. Yeah, like like I said, like we went to Boston, and like my main goal was like I need to eat like lobster over there. Mm-hmm. and it's sometimes it's so crazy i we have like i don't know this mentality of like you have to go to like these nice restaurants to get like the top shelf stuff and i remember um me ashley and her parents we went to this nice place i don't remember the name of it but it was like a seafood restaurant and mind you i had taken i need an edible before <laughs> beforehand and it hit me as soon as we got into the restaurant and um I I went in knowing like I'm eating lobster, like that's what I want. Right. <laughs> and I ordered like I ordered the lobster, which obviously was you see that MP and you're like, what's that? And they're like, Oh, that's market price. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even I was like, I don't care, I'm gonna be bougie today. It was like fifty five dollars. Oh yeah, it was some Gee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it good at least? Bro, okay, so they they bring the plate. And it's a fucking lobster. Like a whole lobster. Yeah, I was, nice. it was a lobster. And I'm just looking at it. And I was like, oh, no. And I guess the lady, I guess the lady looked at me. She's like, this guy's like stoned to the gills right now. <laughs> and she was like, do you need help? And I looked at her and I was like, yes, I do, bro. And, I, and you know, like they give you most of the time when it's lobster, they give you like a bib. A bib yeah. So I look like a baby. Like I was just there <laughs> with my bib. Like everyone else in the table's eating, and this lady's, this sweet lady's just opening up this fucking lobster for me, bro. Do you, was, do you remember the taste of the meat? 
I remember. Okay, so like, like, what was your favorite? Point, what was your favorite part of that? The claw or the tail? I want to say the tail. Okay. And make, okay, so this is back to the. I remember eating it, and while I'm eating it, you know, with the butter and everything, obviously, mm. I remember thinking to myself, I don't think this was worth fifty five dollars. And then the next day, we went to like there's like this like marketplace or something like some food hall. Okay. It was like famous in Boston. Okay. And they had lobster rolls there. And I paid like $12 for a lobster roll. And that lobster roll was a million times better. Really? Than that $55 lobster. Wow. I was so pissed. I was like, dude, I don't know why I wasted that much money. Yeah. That lobster roll was delicious. I mean, that's... It was amazing. I would try the lobster roll before yeah, I, was I get like, a whole lobster. Whoa, hell yeah. But that's because I, I know. Yeah, I was like, sheesh. Like, what the hell? So, like, sometimes, bro, like, you got to do your little research. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Like... Because people go, like, assuming, like, man, I have to go to this specific place because, you or, know, like, Yelp or something will say is the best spot. Yeah. But sometimes these little mom and pop shops or something like that, mm-hmm. those little food vendors. That's what I look for. Are like, I, go. I look on Yelp, but I look for the spots that are mom and pop joints mm-hmm. that are small. Especially, uh, okay, if you're going to get barbecue, you got to go to, like, this, this place that's semi-sketchy. Oh, hell yeah. Like when it's I had, always sketchy. Yeah, when I the best barbecue I had in the Carolinas, it was out of a trailer. Oh shit! It was like a uh, like a trailer park trailer. Mm. Um, hold on, hold on, hold that thought. Let's take a little break and we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Okay, so you were saying you're in this trip. This trailer. This uh, did you know that trailer. it was gonna be a trailer, or was it one of those things you pull up to the spot and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's It was happening? one of those things that you pull up to the spot and you're like, ah, you know, I'm not actually sure about this place <laughs> because all the pictures that you see on Yelp are like seats outside. Like, there's like four seats outside, mind you. Uh-huh. Uh But there's seats outside, and it's pictures of the food, and that's what matters to me. I don't care about the place. I care about the food. Um, but we pulled up to this place, and it was this like giant like 250 six foot eight black guy serving us like and he was it, it was intimidating for everybody else there because he was like it was known that we were not from there like we weren't regulars we didn't go there normally so it was, yeah it was like there's like a little bit of tension there um just because like we're outsiders coming to this place but man that's the best barbecue that i had in the carolinas they do it different in the carolinas they have like a mustard gold sauce oh snap yeah um so that's like barbecue even has its own regional thing so the carolinas have this kind of like vinegary mustard gold sauce um but they had this pulled pork that was smoked for like 12 hours and then you know drizzle it with the sauce. no i believe it's like a, a whole art yeah it is it, it people it take really the barbecue is, very serious it really is an art um and Places like that that you may not necessarily look at or or that you may pass up the first time looking at as, yeah. as these places like, oh, it's kind of sketchy. Those are the places that got the food, man. That's No, always. Go. The hidden gems. That's what they are. Bro, you know what I hate? I hate people that travel. And I know, like, because the thing is, me and Ashley know uh, people super close to us that they're constantly traveling. Mm-hmm. But they eat, like, at Arby's or, like, they eat at Chili's or something like that. Yeah. Like, we'll call them. Like, let's say they're in... They stick to what they know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, yo, that pisses me off, though. Because, <laughs> bro, you're, like, last time, where was where were they? I think they were in Colorado Springs. And we were, like, hey, like, what are you guys doing? They're, like, we're having dinner. And we are like, oh, what are you guys eating? And they're, like, Cracker Barrel. 
Oh, I was like, bro, are you serious? God. Like, come on. Like, yeah. yes, I agree. Stick to what you know. But, like, let's say, like like I said, like, I like chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, we're, me and Ashley are going to uh, Denver next month. Mm-hmm. And, well, what, by the time this comes out, like, we've already been there. Um, I look for, like, all right, what are some good chicken tender spots or something like that? Like, even if it's, like, a mom and pop shop. Yeah. Bro, crazy... The craziest thing, like, I never thought, I would have never, like, thought of it, but the best pizza I've ever, ever had was in this little mountain town in Washington State. Really? Yeah, we went to, oh, I can't, I think the place was called Levensworth. Okay. Which, um, up in the mountains in, in Washington State, and the reason why we wanted to go there is because it's the whole, it's like a little village, and it's basically like a small replica of a bavarian village okay so buildings like that of like you know german uh architecture and all that stuff right and bro super nice place like it's mostly just like you know like the little stores little mom and pop shops and uh we were looking for somewhere to eat and we found like they had like a little italian place and it was like um it was like cold stone pizza like the with like the coals like you know like yeah 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 and I, we were just like, man, are we really going to have pizza? But we were like, whatever, like, let's just eat here. Best pizza I've ever, ever, ever had. Hmm. It was so good. And I'm over here like, bro, I'm in this little town. Like, who would have thought that this, like, I would have found the best pizza ever here? It, I mean, yeah, you don't think that at first. But it really is important to go to those, like, small places that stick to traditions and stick to stick to cooking ways that they were taught Mm -hmm. um because that's food ties into history right so yeah like like you said yeah yeah like mexican food is like or or like food is very regional uh at least traditionally not so much now because we live in a much more like globalized society so Mm -hmm. we can import bananas here from costa rica or like we can import dragon fruit from asia but a long, not that long ago, before um, we were really modernized the way that we are now with like ship and air travel, uh, food was a regional thing. So you would eat what was grown there, what you could find yeah. locally. Um, so those, the people from those generations are gone, but they've taught, they've taught maybe their descendants how to cook those things <coughs> um and it's important to keep those traditions alive because it, it ties in the history of that region so yeah like, it keeps it keeps history alive for like the cultures that that um that were able to cook those foods that use foods from those regions um i i mean granted what you're saying like a bavarian village up in washington and then like an, an italian pizza joint. yeah i know it was like but it, it's cooked in that classic way you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's like it's cooked in a way that's different from just like going to steve's pizza or like going to pizza hut or yeah yeah it was it was completely different and it was so good yeah so a lot of the food that we have today is kind of the bastardized version of these traditional dishes so it's important to keep those traditional dishes alive and to try for all the listeners out there, try and venture out a little bit, you know? Make sure that you eat at those little mom-and-pop joints. Yeah, don't go to Olive Garden. Yeah. Go to, like, 
you don't Luigi's, have to go to corporate food place. Yeah, you go, go to Luigi's Pasta or some shit. Yeah, like that, right? even if you don't like it, you can at least say that you tried it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And eventually, you will find a place that you like, and that's that's what's important. Um, yeah, and that like it, it's a shame because a lot of the food that we have today is ultra processed. Yeah, that's true. Um, as part of this like global nature of food, these like giant food conglomerates, these giant food corporations that um ultra process their foods to make them shelf stable um which like i see the point of that you know because then these foods can get shipped all over the world they can be used in places they can be sold for cheap and they can be shipped to developing countries yeah <clears throat> um but it it erodes the traditions that were there and it's important to keep those things alive you know it's always crazy to me that especially if you leave the country anytime you like eat anywhere else that food usually gets us sick or something like that you hear like those stories yeah there's so there's there's people who have weak stomachs no not i'm not judging (laughs) but like there's people who have stomachs stomachs. (laughs) no there's people who have stomachs that are accustomed like the 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 bacteria in their gut are accustomed to having certain types of food go through them or certain types of uh, cooking oils, things like that. So when you change it up so drastically and you eat something completely different in another country, it's going to upset your stomach. Yeah. There's also an issue in some countries of uh, like food that's contaminated with bacteria um, that maybe the people there are used to because they consume it regularly, but you don't have that bacteria in your body. So then that should fuck you up. Montezuma's bro. revenge, man. I always <laughs> get that. I get that when I go to Nicaragua. Or, Jeez, bro. Yeah, it's bad. That colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> this is for my people, bro. Yeah. So it, there's like, there's different aspects of it. It's like, maybe you ate food that's, that your body's not used to. And then also maybe you ate food that's just not for you. That's Bro, not for let you. Me, let, let me ask you something. Because you've lived here in Miami. And most most of like my group of friends, they're from two countries. So this is a question that is always up to debate. Okay. In your opinion, because I'm sure you've had both, what's better? Cuban food? <laughs> what's better? Con gris en lechon or gallo pinto en carne Fritanga. I knew this was coming. Or la carreta, bro. <laughs> Fritanga is superior. In <laughs> my opinion, because it's... Because you're neutral. you white. Yeah. <laughs> you're neutral in this. Yeah. I, I like it more because it has this mixture of, of culture. So, like, lechon and, and congri is, you know, they're similar to gallo pinto and carne asada, but fritanga in general is, like, a, an evolution of food. So, at first, it, it was regional food. It's the food that could be grown there in, in Central America, mm-hmm. that could be harvested there. Um, then it has an influence of Spanish colonization, and then it also has influences. There's actually like uh, a point in time where Britain was invested in Nicaragua. So there's like, oh, so that, yeah, okay. there's, you don't necessarily see it in the cuisine, but um, it's there. Like there's an influence there somewhere. But I like fritanga because it's like this criollo food. Like it's, it's Creole. It's a, it's, it's lit. It's really the mixture. And um, 
I don't know. I just like red beans, man. Red beans. Carne asada. I I like beef over pork. So yeah, lechon. Lechon is delicious. Like especially when they do the whole pork. The whole cajachina, dude. Yeah, the cajachina. Growing up in Little Havana, like I thought that was just like a normal thing, because like all my neighbors, everyone, like where I grew up, like they were all Cuban, Mm -hmm. and bro, like for any hot major holiday, could have been like like said Patty's Day. Yeah, they had a lechon out. So, like, I was used to seeing, like, you know, they would bring the actual pig before they killed it. Oh, they killed it yeah. there? Yes, dude. Oh, I'm geez. telling you, this was, like, a, I thought this was, like, a normal thing. <laughs> yeah. You wake but up was, to, like, a pig being Yeah. Star. I'd be like, oh, bro, and I loved the, the movie Babe as a kid. <laughs> oh, so, I would no. see these poor piggies being slaughtered. <laughs> But then, bro, my favorite thing, and, like, the thing is... No oh, wonder you're, like, there is no God. There is no... Exactly. <laughs> I would see life and death, like... Yeah. I just have to look outside my window, bro. <laughs> bro, because they would tell me, they're like, yo, this is what we're going to eat tonight. And I, yeah. after a while, you come down to it. You're like, hell yeah. yeah. You better leave me, bro. <laughs> I feel you when it comes to, like, I, I prefer beef over pork. But there's something about... The skin, like the oh yeah, the, the chicharron, the chicharron, bro. Yes. Like, and the That's thing special, is, man. yes. When special. I was dude, when I was a kid, like it never failed. Chicharron would give me diarrhea. It never failed. Like <laughs> I knew I would go in, fat, yeah. dude. I would go in knowing. <laughs> like <laughs> my mom would tell me, like there was a rule in my house that, like, yo, you can't eat this after six. <laughs> like, dude, I remember, like we used to go to the spot, bro. I, I can't remember the name of it. Down like more down like little Havana's way, um, where they would buy like a brown bag full of chicharron. You could see the grease like drenching that shit, mm-hmm. bro. And like I would lay in my bed at night, like just <laughs> contemplating, just man, like I need to go get me some chicharron is it right worth now. The shit? Is it worth? I would look at the I would look at the time and be like it's eight thirty, and I would think I'm like. Because the thing is, my parents knew, bro. Like, if I was in the bathroom constantly, they'd be like, you motherfucker, you ate your own bitch. Then my mom would beat my ass. The forbidden fruit. Yeah. So I would wait till they go to sleep. So I would wait until even later. And I would wait till they'd be sleeping. And then I'd be like, I'd sneak into the kitchen and go ham on that shit. <laughs> and you just can't have one, bro. You can't have one chunk. Right. But you gotta have, like, two or three. No, right? I, I know. I, I was, I've also, <laughs> I've grown up in the Miami, like, food scene. Like, my, my ex- um, was Cuban, mm. both sides of our family. So every holiday, same thing. They yeah. go to their house, cajachina. They would uh, inject the pig with the mojo. Yeah, marinate all day. They put it up to drip all the blood out and everything. Um, yeah, that's a huge part of, of food culture here. And and pork in itself is like pork is this like special kind of meat. I love beef, but pork has a special place because pork has so many good things that come out of it. Right. So like bacon. Um, yeah, bacon is bacon. a huge one. Yeah, that so bacon is is um this like slab that has a little bit of meat and then a lot of fat. Yeah, which is similar to like what you get with chicharron. Like you have this like skin that that you might get a little bit of meat from, but then that top layer is like mostly like crispy fat. You yeah, know, crispy skin. Um, and then also there's pork belly, and oh, it just goes yeah, fire, bro. Pork goes great with a lot of things because it lends this, like, very good fat to a lot of foods. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why you see it in a lot of um, uh, Hispanic culture that cooks these, like, type of beans that 
um, you don't necessarily mix with the rice, but you put on top of the rice and it's like a whole meal. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so there's like, there's always pork in it. There's like a, a chunk of pork or like pork belly or like chorizo even that's pork sausage. Um, pork is a very uh, calorically dense meat. So it has a lot of calories in it. Mm-hmm. So as a, as a way for people to not starve before there was like refrigeration and, and back when food was a little more scarce, pork could be added to very many things. It was also an easy animal to raise and butcher. So like cows are a little bit more difficult. They yeah. require a little bit more space, <clears throat> but pork, like pigs would eat anything. Pigs mm-hmm. eat shit. Pigs eat human meat even, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Fuck, um, what was that movie? Those pigs are... eat pig meat too. They, those yeah, themselves. like you said, p- pigs, I know there's some cultures that won't eat pig because they see them as like filthy animals, right? That's right. Like the whole premise. Yeah, with uh, like kosher Judaism. Yeah, they, they won't touch anything and, right there. And then. Muslims, I think, also don't eat pork. I thought that, um, does that come from like that bible story with the with jesus uh, have you heard that story no um because for most people that like that have read the bible they know jesus was an was an exorcist and okay. he got he went to i don't know if you've ever heard of legion it was basically there was like a thousand demons inside this poor guy oh the we are legion yeah and when jesus got there they were begging jesus like please don't like send us back to hell like and Jesus is like, well, where do I put you guys? And they chose to be inside the pigs. Oh. Yeah. Well, so I don't know if that is, comes oh, from that. Yeah. I'm sure that there's some other underlying reason why pork is not consumed there. And then that's kind of written into that story. I guess. But then again, the, the Bible also says not to eat shrimp too. So, so I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. There's, I, I don't know much about the Bible. Yeah. My extent is like supernatural, the show. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> of course, bro. All up right. to season six, though. <laughs> After that, like, bro, I could do a whole episode on why that show, that show could have been perfect, but they kept it going, dude. Yeah. Up yeah. to season six, I always recommend it, bro. Like, if you haven't, go watch. It's on Netflix. <laughs> but just watch it up to season six. Supernatural is great, but yeah. that's just, that's my extent. That's your extent. The Bible. Oh, but you're like, oh yeah, it's God. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was the their 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 help their friend the angel? What was his name? Oh, Cass. Cass. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where's he at? What is this chapter? At the, yeah. I want to know. What does Cass about. say about eating pig? <laughs> oh my god. But, but yeah. All right. So back to my question. So you. Fritanga over yeah, so Nicaraguan the, food over frito? Yes, dude. Oh, yes, just my God. and the ensalada. The ensalada. I never thought I would like it, and then the little so bag, simple. right? It's like yeah, little... it, it's shredded cabbage with vinegar and maybe sometimes shredded carrots, and then rarely sh- uh like diced up tomato. Yeah. Oh and yeah, I'm not, I, I don't think at, I've ever seen it with tomato. Oh shit. If you go to like 108, 108 Street and uh, no 108 Avenue and and Flagler. Where like the Nika and Sweetwater, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where the Nika people are concentrated, <laughs> little find out what, dude. Yeah, that's where most of my friends live. <laughs> um, fritanga, amazing. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, it's fresh. It's like fresh food. Oh hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the thing is, they look at you weird because you know, like it's it's like a side, like the the ensalada. Like if they have it in a little bag. Yeah, you get it. And they'll be like, you want ensalada, and if you say no, they look at you weird. Yeah, they're like. 
They, yeah. They'll be like, give me the food. They'll be like, give me the food back. Give me the food back. I don't trust you. Even if you're not going to eat it, it's like common courtesy to be like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. You got to eat it with, bro, put that shit with, mix it with the rice. Ooh, bro. Yeah. Well, okay. I've never been to Cuba, but I've been to Nicaragua three times now, and I've eaten the food there. And I mean, maybe I'm a little biased as uh-huh. to why I like fritanga, but when you get the food, I mean, you can get good fritanga here, but fritanga there in country when you go onto the street, there's a little... Yeah, because what most people don't know is that's like street food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, <clears throat> and it gets... You get it wrapped in a banana leaf. Like, oh, that I didn't know. I bought like bao. I don't know if you know yeah, what yeah. bajo is. Bao. Yeah. yeah. Bao is how uh, Dorothy's family calls it. Um, I, I bought bao for like 30 cordobas, which is a dollar. Yeah. In American dollars. And it's wrapped up. It's this whole thing. Like you have... You have it layered, um, and you can get that with pretty much any street food there, and it's super cheap. It's fresh. It's made like it's not made to order, but it's made by someone. It's made by like one or two people. You know, it's not this like corporate food that's wrapped in plastic and shipped somewhere. No, it's a doña. It's like a big fat Nicaraguan. <laughs> I fucking love them, dude. Yeah, I fucking love them. Yeah, so there's there's like an aspect of that um that i just i don't know it's the the food is to describe it simply it's fresh it's made fresh yeah. um so that i love that and that's not to shit on lechon or anything because like <laughs> that's also made fresh i'm sure in most places that i would have it which would usually be like family gatherings of, yeah of hispanic people um but i don't know fritanga is just yeah superior s tier right. yeah, <laughs> yeah of course Alright, in all food in general, what is like your go-to? Like cooking wise, eating wise, like what if someone's like, you know what, Billy, you decide what we're eating today. What is like your favorite type of food? I love to grill. <clears throat> so okay. carne asada, which in like what I've come to know that as is just grilled meats. Mm. Um I think in like Fritanga or Nicaraguan culture carne asada refers specifically to the beef Mm -hmm. but uh i watch a lot of um like food content creators on instagram one of the guys that i love the most is uh tex-mex and carne asada to him which i really love this interpretation is that uh carne asada is just like the grill like it's a grill it's a cookout that you have people over for like a party type of thing but not like a specific party for a holiday it's just like for me it's like a saturday night i go i buy food i i buy meat to grill it could be whatever sometimes i'll buy what's on sale sometimes i'll just buy what i feel like cooking a lot of the times my favorite thing to grill is churrasco churrasco is is like if you could put pork into beef and have that like good balance of fat churrasco has that yeah it has that connective tissue that when you grill it it melts into the meat um so i love churrasco that's, yeah i think for me yeah same like that's my favorite I would take thing to grill churrasco like over anything yeah grilled like grilled food is my favorite <clears throat> um but as far as things that i actually go to for eating during the week i'll usually make pasta okay i typically make pasta i cook it this super weird way like if anyone is italian listening to this or they'd probably be offended <laughs> by how i cook it 
Um, cause you know, typically when you think of pasta, you boil it in this separate pot of water. Right. And yeah. then you like, you know, you either add sauce to it or sometimes you add it to a pan that has like sauce in it or mm -hmm. like protein yeah. in it. Like, like if you make shrimp scampi, there's like a, sh there's shrimp and a butter sauce that you add the pasta into. I don't do that. I have the pan. I put whatever seasonings into it that I want. And then I put water into it probably like a third of the way filled so it it boils faster because the pan has more surface area to Ooh. contact with the burner um i fill it a third of the way and then i break my pasta in half and oh, dump it in there with the seasonings <laughs> and then you stir it around and you never so you know how you drain pasta typically right yeah if you read the directions on a pasta box it says boil in water and then drain i don't drain it i keep it in the same like liquid that it's cooked in because that pasta has released starch into the water so it makes its own sauce so all you have to do is season this water and you have your own kind of sauce i add butter and i add parmesan cheese to it um to make it better but that's like a very easy thing for me to do is like if i i'll make some protein like i'll slice up chicken breast really small or i'll cook shrimp or slice up beef really small and then um, I'll have that on the side. I'll make my pan of pasta that I usually season. Instead of water, <clears throat> I use chicken broth. And I'll, I'll put like garlic powder, salt, pepper. Um, and then I'll add the chicken at the ends. And with butter, garlic, and Parmesan, stir that around. It cooks in its own sauce. Yeah, it's it works, delicious. bro. And I, I call I it struggle pasta, <clears throat> but it's super easy to make. That shit sounds fire, bro. You just made me fucking hungry. <laughs> I'm fucking starving, bro. These people are probably eating all the food. They I'm definitely so are. We're going to go out to no Yeah, there's going to be Jurassic no left. food left. I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like... That's my go-to thing. My favorite thing is grilled food. My uh -huh. go-to that I usually eat like twice a week would be the pasta that all I was right. telling you about. But my favorite thing to eat, like overall, my favorite food... If I had to eat this as my last meal before I die, it's going to be chicken tendies, man. Chicken, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. If, if it's like, you know, I'm on death row and I have Some one last meal before I go, yeah, give me the best tendies that you can find. Hell yes. And in your opinion, what are the best tendies out there, bro? The best tendies, rest in peace to Chubby's um, because Chubby's is a restaurant a fast food restaurant in Tallahassee that made the best chicken tenders I've ever had in my life. There's one other person who's had Chubby's <coughs> that I could speak to um, that would back me up on this, but Chubby's has since closed. They closed in May. Damn. Um, yeah, so no more Chubby's, but Chubby's had the best chicken tenders. I don't know what it was. You would, it was disgusting too. Like you would walk up. It was like a, you know how like checkers is like you walk up to it and you can kind of see you can it, it, it's this tiny little place that you walk yeah. up and order so there was like nowhere to sit type of thing there was or? nowhere to sit there was a drive-through okay. as well um but you would walk up the chubby's was exactly like that it probably took over in old checkers because it was the same kind of building yeah maybe but you and there was only up. one there was only one okay. there was only one in tallahassee there's some other good spots which i'm gonna bring up later but chubby's you walk up and you see the giant fryer full of oil and it was like it was dark like it like they didn't change it off dude it that's, was, that's it was probably nasty like i don't know how often they changed it it didn't look like the color that oil is supposed to be 
but they fried the chicken in that, and it was the most. It was probably ch- like bro, oil just, that fried you, millions of chickens. You just fucking triggered me, bro. Because the thing is, like, I've never worked at a restaurant, but I worked at a movie theater, and you know we have food there. Yeah, and we have chicken tenders, curly fries, stuff like that. So we did have, uh, we had a fryer, okay. and bro, you're so every month you're supposed to change the oil. Okay. But sometimes, like, the manager that was supposed to be in charge of it, he'd forget, or he would tell someone to do it, and they wouldn't. Oh, no. This is my worst nightmare. Yeah, so their gunk would get stuck in there. And, bro, like, I think in this whole building, there was probably, like, 40 people working, but only two of us knew how to change the oil. And, unfortunately, I was one of them. (laughs) Dude, those were the worst nights. Because the thing is, right off the bat, you have to wait. You can't do that right off the bat. It's going to take an hour to do all that. Right. So, it's already a time-consuming process. Yes. So it wasn't like, hey, you got to come in early to do it. It was like you had to wait till the end of the night. So right off the bat, like you're like, yo, I'm leaving late today. Yeah. And the smell that would come out was so gross. Really? It was disgusting. Yeah, a month old. Bro, oh, my God. Like, dude, to drink. And the thing is, it was hot. So, dude, like, I, I got maybe, like, a little bit on my skin once, and it, dude, I burned, bro. Like, I, I was about to quit on the spot. And my boss looked at me, he's like, dude, chill, chill, you're good. Could have been a lawsuit, well, yeah. man. <laughs> like, a little bit got on me, and I was like, dude, this does not feel right. Like, yeah. it burned, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, motherfucker. Oh, my oil God. Oil hits different than hot water, because oil can get much hotter. Yes. Water oh, water. my God, man. Like, just, bro, you just triggered me, like, just with the... <laughs> Because you're right, like, dude, it would get like this weird, it kind of looked like syrup. Like, to a point where you're like, man, I, people are eating that. Like, yeah. like I, the only time period, I would have touched that food. I'd be like, yeah, I'm good, bro. That's why anytime I go to, like, a movie theater, I don't touch, like, anything. I'll just eat the popcorn because yeah. they got to make it on the spot. Right. But that shit, like, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I, I I don't know I don't know what Chubby's did, but whatever they did, that shit was delicious. That was like my go-to. I was I would be up there hungover, wake up, oh let's go to Chubby's, and, and they had so they had a, a bunch of different sauces too. Like oh I they had a really good slap. lemon pepper sauce. They had a really good buffalo sauce. They had a good garlic parmesan, and they'd mix it however you want. Mm. So you go, you get your chicken tendies, you get them tossed in buffalo garlic, buffalo garlic parmesan, and then you could get a side sauce of buffalo lemon pepper. So you dip your fries in the buffalo lemon pepper. You got your buffalo. Was this a place that was like open late? Yeah, it's they're open till like two a.m., oh, which is hell yeah. the time that Tallahassee made things closed as the capital yeah. of Florida. Um, but they were open till two a.m. and then they'd open up again. I think at like ten in the morning. So like you know, you get up hungover. <laughs> it's ten Ch- o'clock already. Yeah, go to Chubby's. There's some other really good chicken places though. Um, Huey Magoo's is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You that you was, showed you showed me that place. place yeah, fire, dude. Huey Magoo's is pretty good. One of the so probably the second best fried chicken joint that I've been to in Florida was Guthrie's. Guthrie's. Yeah, Guthrie's. It's uh they also have really good chicken tendies. Um, but they have a like signature Guthrie sauce, um, which is kind of similar to like the pink sauce that you might get at some other, I don't know if you've had it, but some other um, places that serve like fried chicken or chicken tenders. Yeah, I think I'm already talking. Hold on, wait, let's take, let's take a little break and we'll be right back. I got to hear about these tendies. All right, and we're back. So you're telling me about, what was the place called? Guthrie's? Guthrie's. Where is that? Is that up in, up north too? 
That is up north, I think. <clears throat> that that's like a southern chain. So wherever the south starts, I think <laughs> I think you could probably say for Florida, Gainesville. Yeah. The south starts there. You'll probably find one in Gainesville, definitely Tallahassee. You find them in Georgia, Alabama. Gotta check that shit out. Yeah, but the but a, also a really good spot. No one listening is probably ever gonna go to Alabama because why? <laughs> uh, I went for a wedding for my my roommate from college. Okay. There's this place called Hattie B's Fried Chicken. They got all kinds of fried chicken there. Delicious. I, I bought a shirt from them. I was damn. Was that good? Yeah. yeah I was shit. like, damn, these chicken tendies are so good. I need merch. I bought a shirt. So. I, there's good chicken places if you no, look. No, I bet. And, like, I, I'm glad you bring up, like, this this chain uh, restaurant because something I wanted to talk about was on fast food. Right. And you have brought up, like, this whole, like, with the whole processing and, like, just fast food is basically their nose running. That you're there, like not it's for ultra processed. Yeah, it's, yeah, you're not. Like, you're not eating real shit. The, t- right. the taste is engineered. Yeah, which is like it really it bugs me. But I I, I consume fast food. Like I have Taco Bell, I have McDonald's <laughs> every now and then. So like, there's no judgment about it. Yeah, but like you should know what you're getting into when you eat that because it's it's not sustenance. It's not real food. Mm-hmm. It's food that's been processed to the point that some people consider it fake. But like, if you've ever seen the video of the McDonald's, um, the McDonald's, I think it was a big no, it was a cheeseburger where they just left a cheeseburger. They stored out. it. Yeah. yeah, they they like stored it for a year and almost nothing changed on it because it's That's so laden wild. with preservatives. It's. I always think, you know what else I think about? Did you ever see that video of how they make chicken nuggets, where they put all the little the little chicks into like that blender? Oh no! <laughs> you ever saw that? No, dude, I saw that shit. I don't know why. Off not yeah, and it made me so hungry, dude. <laughs> I was like, "Yo!" Like, I remember I was watching with my friends, and they were like, "Oh my god!" This was like back when like Facebook let you do whatever you wanted. <laughs> you put whatever you wanted on there, like paint Olympics and shit like that. Oh no! Yeah. So they put that video where like, dude, like there was like at least like minimum like forty little chicks. And like Damn. this little like that, and we're like, "What is this?" And then they just turn it on, and you just see. Bruh. So they really are chicken nuggets. Yes. <laughs> and I would looked at it. And I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but I could go for some chicken nuggets right now. I, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm kind of hungry. I've actually recently seen where they put um, the contents of a chicken nugget under a microscope slide, oh, and God, they look at what's in there, and uh, they found shreds of. What they think are microplastics, but oh my God, they couldn't. Dude. They there's no way for them to test it to know for sure. Where were these chicken nuggets from? From McDonald's. Oh no! I just, yeah. I, I, so just know what you're getting into. Oh fuck! Fast food. But I feel like McDonald's has the best when it comes to like your standard like fast food place. I think with chicken nugget wise, it's between like Wendy's and McDonald's. Yeah, I I would say McDonald's. Go yeah. ahead, give me that plastic, that certain yeah. of plastic, I'll take it. And when it comes to, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, come at me. When it comes to sauces, I think superior is the sweet and sour sauce Ooh, from McDonald's. You know, that is out of all oh, chick, fuck Chick fil A, <laughs> fuck like any sauce that you could come at me with. When it comes to any sauce of any flavor, I think the sweet and sour is number one. Sweet and sour is good because it hits on. It, it hits on like multiple taste buds, right? So you got sweet, you got sour, 
Then you got your chicken nuggets that are like kind of greasy, mm. but you have this like meatiness to it. So it, it it like when you are looking at a food experience, something that that you think tastes good, there's usually layers to it. Yeah, it usually hits uh, different notes. So bitter and sweet, or like salty and sweet, um, or like savory and and hot, uh, hot and sour. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of of uh, foods that are considered to be like good food because they hit on multiple layers. Um, sweet and sour sauce does that. Yeah, I love sweet and sour, bro. That's like my go-to. Yeah, I really like um, sweet and sour, but I, I, my favorite for chicken is buffalo sauce, a hundred percent. From anywhere in particular, like do you have like? No, not just. I I commonly make my own buffalo sauce, and I add so I I do uh, butter. I, I use the Amish butter, which is it smells and it tastes different. It's pretty oh, good. Sure. Well, you get you get like a fat chunk from Publix <laughs> for like eight bucks, which it sounds expensive, but then like when you see how long that chunk lasts you, it's worth it. Okay. Um, I think it's like grass fed cows or something. Don't quote me on that, but I think it is some bougie shit, bro. Yeah, These are some you do cow. butter and then you 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 <clears throat> put some fresh minced garlic in there and then you put uh, Frank's red hot sauce in there. And you have, you have like a garlicky buffalo. That's my favorite. I love yeah. that. That's when it comes, sauce. bro, with me, with like hot, like we don't go good together, bro. That shit always burns my asshole, bro. <laughs> yeah, it spicy burns food my is asshole. You taste twice. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that shit fucks me up, man. Yeah. Even like the smallest bit of Tabasco, like I'm feeling it. Really? Like, it like you don't have a tolerance up. for spicy nope. food. Being Hispanic, I'm a disgrace. Dude. Like, <laughs> no, it kills me. It kills it, me. Dorothy's like, the same, and she's Nika too. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe y'all Nika people just don't have spicy I, foods there. No, so. get the fuck out of here, bro. I have friends that like I've seen them like we used to go to Taco Bell, and he knows who he is. I don't know if he's listening to this episode, but he knows, bro. Every time, like he'd buy like a five layer burrito, and he would just get those packets. Of the extreme sauce of the like Diablo, the Diablo? Sauce. Yeah. yeah, dude. And I think every bite he took was a whole little packet. That's me. <laughs> That's me. Man. It was a whole. I and then bite too. it, open another one, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Yo, like, what happened to you? Like, who hurt you? <laughs> like, do you need to feel that pain? Like, it's it's addicting. This the the spiciness is addicting. Sheesh, I'll bro. Tell you that. There's there's a sauce. I was actually gonna bring it today, but I'm glad that I didn't since you're telling no, me. No, that's what it destroyed my anus. It's bro. called the bomb. I don't oh, know. why do you have that? Because it was gifted to me and I tried you it. You actually do actual I, torture. Okay, I love hot ones. So I think that's where so it became know, yes, yes, of yes. course. Like I've been a fan for years. <laughs> I would have just been happy to see it. But no, dude. Like no, like sometimes I skip like the whole like episode just to get just to, to get that to reaction. <laughs> just to get, to, bro. If you guys have not seen this, like, it's a show that's been going on for like I want to say over ten years now. Yeah, been going on for a while. Like the guy, like he interviews famous people, and he has like a like it's like ten wings, ten different sauces, all hot sauce, which go from like mild to like extreme, and. Each year, each season, like the lineup of sauces changes except for one. And it's this one that <laughs> Billy's bomb. talking the bomb. <laughs> yeah. The bomb beyond insanity, which dude, That's just looking at it, it's like some weird type of red, right? It, like it's like ominous red. 
Like it's so like, you actually tried it? Yeah, I have it in my fridge at home, and I tried it. Dude, what the fuck? It was horrible. It it like the sauce itself is flavorful, but right after the flavor, right after you taste the flavor, it's like pepper spray in your mouth, like as if you've ingested pepper spray. It's yeah, like I hear like people saying like, "Yo, it tastes like battery acid and shit like that." It it has flavor <laughs> to it, but that goes away very quickly and what very quickly sets in is pain from the hot sauce because it's the hottest thing that i've it's it's the most painful spicy food that i've ever experienced and i only had a couple drops of it on a tortilla chip but and like the worst part is it lingers right like it, for hours for for two hours Dumb, bro. <laughs> there's someone i would have been happy just to see it but I someone you know that also tried it with me went through a after having I it. believe he was that dry was... heaving in the bathroom for like five minutes after having it. And yeah, threw up. I would have been there with him. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, I, I believe that. Like, fuck that. I like, almost brought it, but I didn't. <laughs> yo, like I said, me and Ashley would have been happy to see it. But she, knowing her, she's crazy. Like, she would have tried it because she's fucking balls heavy like that. <laughs> she would have been like, fuck that. Give, that. give me that shit. But no, man. Like, oh, God. It's pain. Well, so the thing is, you got to build up a tolerance to it yeah, yeah, over time. So, like, I mean, I don't know. If you don't care, then you don't care. But, like, some people want to get into spiciness, and it's it takes time. Like, it's ta- it takes years to do. You just got to build it up slowly. Start with something small. Like, tab- Tabasco sauce is very mild. That's something that you can put on to uh, not any food, but it goes well with a lot of things that are a little more bland. Um, mm. Like, I put on eggs all the time. Um, or like potatoes, things like that. Um, but if you want to build up tolerance to spicy, you got to start slow. If you care. Yeah. Some people uh, just don't care. But it's there. Like, it, it, it's nice because <laughs> like after the burning's done, you feel good. You know, it's like you were in the trenches. Until you go into another bite, you're like, oh, why did I do this? No, until you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, let's start wrapping it up. Billy, once again, man, thank you so much. Of course. I feel like we could have kept it going. Yeah. Like I said, anytime you want to. Yeah. I love it, dude. Um, any Anytime I do an episode, I love to end it with embarrassing stories. And when we were talking about the episode, you, you just told me a premise of something that happened to you. And I'm like, that, that, I want to hear that. All right. So let's go. Let's get into it. So I used to work for the University of Miami before I was a student there. I worked full time. I worked in the psychology department. Um, I was doing research. And one of the the building that I worked in is probably the only building on campus now that's like old and decrepit. It was built in, I think, the 70s. And it was built with this brutalist architecture. I don't know if you know that style, but it's like what you see when you look at like Eastern European architecture. It's like very ugly. Oh God. It's this like, it's like a communist uh, era. It looked like a bunker or something? That's exactly oh my how it's described as a bunker. The behavioral Jeez. medicine building. It was built like a bunker to number one, withstand hurricanes. And number uh-huh. two, because it was an animal hospital and a research lab. So they would, um, they would perform tests with extremely sensitive instruments, which that building is full of, it's like, it's full of animal cages. There's some weird shit in that building. And they just left it there. 
yeah, it's it's probably going to be the next one that gets knocked down and renovated. But yeah. for now, it still has like it has like syringes in there from Holy the eighties. Um, I was the only person working in that building for a while by yourself. Yeah, by myself. Oh, there were shit. other uh, labs that were in there, research labs, but the people, like <clears throat> the professors who had research labs in there, they were almost never there. Okay. If they were, they had maybe one student in there, like one day out of the week. Okay. I was there nine to five, Monday through Friday. Shit. <laughs> that building's old. The plumbing is old. <laughs> and um, there was one day that uh, I would, I, so sometimes I would bring lunch, but sometimes I would go to the food court and eat lunch. I went to Panda Express one day and oh. um, I decided to be adventurous. I got the Kung Pao chicken. Which for me it's not spicy. For my mouth it's not spicy. For but for the other end, <laughs> god damn. So I got kung pao chicken and I got fried rice and like you know that's also super greasy and saucy. So I had the shits after that. And um, I happened to go to the toilet that I always go to. There's like two toilets in the whole building, and I went to the men's bathroom. And um, I'm there like. You know, I'm going through it. I'm in the trenches. I got spicy shit coming out. <laughs> Dude, like you said, panda e though. Panda e shits are never nice. Yeah, it was bad, and it was it was like I was spraying and praying. I was like flushing constantly, right? Oh so God. I'm like, you know, because I don't, I don't want. I, granted, I'm the only one in the bathroom, but like. The shit stinks, dude. Like <laughs> it's like primordial soup coming out. Oh of me. my god! You know, you know what I'm talking about. Like it bypasses your stomach, but it takes the stomach acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It smells horrible. So it smells horrible. I'm like, damn. You know, I gotta keep flushing, like courtesy flushing, just for myself. <laughs> and um, I stopped courtesy flushing, but the toilet kept flushing. Oh fuck. Uh yeah. So it just kept flushing it, it wouldn't stop flushing so in the moment i was like oh perfect you know now i don't gotta deal with this shit anymore <laughs> so i uh i finish up i get out i go back to my office and i can hear down the hall the toilet is still flushing and this is like now it's like 4 p.m i'm wrapping up to go home so i'm like you know what do i do I, i'm not a fucking plumber i don't know what to do no one's ever in here anyway so no one's gonna know it was me so i i just i kind of let it I just left it and um i i left it i left for the day i came back the next day because it was like a tuesday or something i came back the next day the toilet was still flushing oh shit so then i was like all right i'm not gonna be a piece of shit here i'm gonna call <laughs> maintenance so then I, I called maintenance to come and fix it they supposedly they quote unquote fixed it but there was still this weird sound of water running. The toilet wasn't flushing anymore, but there's still water running. And um, come to find out a month later when my building gets shut down, like my office, the whole office building yeah. gets shut down and they're drilling into the ground. Come to find out the water line from that broke and it costs UM over $30,000 just in water. That's not even the construction that it took to renovate that because they had to fix it after that. So I would, I'd like to claim that I've taken the world's most expensive shit. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> because UM paid 30000 out of pocket for that. No questions asked. I mean, they didn't know it was me. They might know now. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, the, I never heard the water line stop running. 
after that. And I think it still has problems to this day. Dude, I don't know. You, I don't ask questions that I don't want the answers to. A, so. a mixture of Billy and Panda Eat. He fucked up <laughs> that bathroom. $30,000 Panda Eat. Dude. <laughs> and um, they, uh, they had to drill... They had to drill in the front and the back of the building after that. And it was weeks of renovation that they were working on that. They were like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm here like, oh, God damn it. Why are they doing construction? I'm trying to work and I need it to be quiet. And like, lo and behold, it's like, it's my shit. That <laughs> yes. that, dude, and because of that, I have a thing here on Bathroom Break called the Hall of Legends. <laughs> in the Hall of Legends, up to right now, I have... A listener that took 17 shits in one day. Then I have the second person, which was someone that shit themselves in their car seconds away from their house. And Billy, I would love to put you up there as the third recipient in in the Hall of Legends as the most expensive shit ever taken that i know of more expensive than a gold-plated shit bro 30k you must have been like what the fuck bro yeah they i'm that was beautiful i don't know if they fixed it but they made sure it didn't happen again because the bathrooms were closed that oh but i had to go across like to Sheesh. the next building to go take probably, shit. oh man i love it you want to hear a shit story let's go for it yeah so it's funny you brought up two things that actually involved like this story one of them was me a couple years back me and ashley decided to take a trip to saint augustine so we go to saint augustine um just for a weekend and one of the days that we're over there like we had like we were gonna do like a ghost tour like we had everything like planned out we were gonna eat at this nice place but it started pouring so everything got canceled damn so like they had called us they were like hey like um would you guys take a rain check just because it's going to rain really bad. So we're looking at the weather and everything. We're like, damn, it's going to pour. So we're, yeah, of always. <laughs> so we're seeing that the rain is like two hours away. So me and Ashley, like, we're staying at, um, I think it was like a true, like Hilton or something like that. Okay. And they didn't really have like a restaurant or anything in there. So I'm, I, I told Ashley, like, we might as well, like, we're not hungry now, but like, let's go get food. So we have something, you know, for at night. Because, like, it's saying that it's going to, like, pour, so we don't want to drive in the rain. Yeah, things probably close there. Exactly. There. Yeah. Um, and, like I told you, like, when we we travel, we like, you know, expanding our horizons. We Venturing don't want to So we're like, we don't want McDonald's. We don't want yeah. KFC. Like, let's see what's around here. But something fast. Because I know, like, up north, they have different, like, food chains. Right. So we're looking. We're looking at uh, a bunch of different spots. Um. And there's one that calls her attention. I don't know if you ever heard of them. It's called Zaxby's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's called Zaxby's, yes. So I should have known. <laughs> so people that don't know, it's basically like a Popeye's chicken, like churches, like KFC. It's a chicken spot. People argue about the best chicken joints, and Zaxby's Zax- is yes. typically one of the The reason why I even knew what Zaxby was was because one of my favorite shows of all time is called Atlanta. And like they make like a super like obscure joke about Zaxby's and it stuck with me. Really? So I was like, oh shit, Zaxby's. And Ashley's like, what kind of food is it? And I'm like, it's chicken. And Ashley's always down for chicken. She's like, I bet. We're looking at the menu and everything looks fire. A little bit pricey, like for what it is. Right. But 
whatever. Like, it's something new. Like, let's try it out. So we get to the Zaxby's. And as we get to the menu, Ashley sees something that right off the bat calls her attention. They have fried mushrooms. Yeah, something like, yeah, they okay. have like deep fried mushrooms. And she's like, I want that. And I was like, all right, bet. So we get chicken. I'm not a fan of mushrooms, but she loves mushrooms. So she gets that. I love mushrooms, but I wouldn't get them for that. Deep, <laughs> she gets deep fried fucking mushrooms. <laughs> we go back to the hotel. Bro, we're eating. We're having a good time. We're watching like Netflix or whatever. A couple hours pass, and I fucking feel it, dude. I was like, dude, I got to. I'm like, I gotta take a shit. And like, dude, like my stomach starts hurting. And I look at Ashley and like I like announcing when I gotta take a shit. So I'm like, I never say, oh, I'm gonna use the bathroom. I'm like, I'm gonna take a fat shit. Right. And she looks at me, she's like, Can you please hurry up though? And I'm like, why? And she's like, I gotta take a fat shit. And I'm like, damn, you gotta shit too. Obviously, we're in a hotel, so there's just one bathroom. Right. We're like, oh fuck. Dude, so I'm in there. Like, I'm in there, like, fighting for my life. And she's banging on the door. She's like, please, like, oh, please, no. like, hurry up. Like, I need to, sh- I'm, I'm a shit, I'm a shit. Turtle head. Yeah, and she's like, fuck. And I'm like, babe, like, please, like, stop. I'm trying to concentrate. This whole time that this is happening, this is the second day we're there. I forgot to mention something. Something very important. The room that we were staying at, we were having issues with the AC unit. Like, it, it would go... It would be cold, and then I know it just stop, and it would be burning hot. Oh shit! And like, it wouldn't this, turn back. On it wouldn't turn back on. This day, it just <sighs> did not turn back on. It was broken. Oh shit! And we were like, "Damn, what the fuck do we do?" <laughs> like, so, bro, I'm in there shitting. I finally finished. She goes in there. And she's fucking destroying that bathroom too. It's just us back to back. <laughs> so it it's smells like chicken and shit in there, dude. <laughs> I was like, fuck, it smells so fucking gross in here. And there's no air, bro. There's no ventilation. Dude, and, like, it got to the point that it was so hot that, like, we had to call, like, we called the front desk. And we're like, hey, like, the air is not working. Dude, so they call maintenance guy. And the guy walks in, and I can see it in his face. Like, he walks in, and he's like, damn, I think something burned or something. It smells really bad in here. And we were like, yo, yeah. Dude, and like it just that fucking smell lingered in there. That the guy was like, "Man, something like so they something crawled up something, on your ass." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, something's wrong with the vent." Dude, the AC was so broken they had to like take out the whole unit. Oh shit! And replace it. Like some other guy had it was, to like, come. Serious labor there. Yes, dude, and I felt so bad because I could see it in their faces. They're just they're like, "Bro, something, something smells wrong. Something smells bad here." And they were talking amongst each other, like, "Yo, you smell that, bro?" And me and Ashley just said, like. Dude, like, we were so fucking embarrassed. Like, it never, like, clicked on them, like, yo, were you guys shitting in here or something? But, dude, that was, like, it was nice to, like, share that with her. Like, bro, we fucking destroyed that bathroom. You guys went through it together. Yeah, dude. Don't (laughs) eat at Zach's feet. It looks good. Don't get me wrong. The food is nice, but you will pay for it later, bro. It's a fucking trap. Yeah. Billy, thank you so much, bro. Had a blast. Let's end the episode. Let's go get some food, bro. You're right. It's been bathroom break. Peace. Peace.